You are back in the Blue Water Inn and listening to Curse of Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the Azran expedition finally locked away the saber-toothed tiger they unleashed upon Volaki, but not without the comedy of errors. Then, there were more mystery hijinks as they crept around the Martikov's Inn to investigate the mysterious man with the monkey known as Rikdavio. In the end, they finally met the man himself, although he was not who he seemed, just like everyone here in Barovia. He introduced himself as Rudolf van Richten, and he seems to have quite a problem with me. I wonder why. As always, the audio quality reflects our humble beginnings, but does improve over time. With that out of the way, let us proceed with the first part of Chapter 5, Widow's Watch. Shepard, you come to consciousness. Great. And as your your eyes slowly open up, you let out a small yawn as you turn to the side. Staring directly into your eyes is Morbid Molly. Holding a blade in her hands, she looks at you, one of her eyes dangling loosely from the thread, resting gently against the tufts of the bed as she raises... A finger to her mouth, her stitched mouth and its strange lopsided grin. She takes the blade, aims it towards your face, before quickly flipping it, jabbing it into her stomach as she begins to laugh and slowly cut down the middle of her body. The burlap splits and cracks as you see Small childlike teeth begin to tumble out of her insides and spill out on the bed around you. Um, oh, I'm gonna center myself. <laughs> um, I will, I will see this happening, S- scream, basically jump up and try to like grab the doll, like take the knife away from it. The moment you touch the doll, her entire body falls limp. And you hold her there for a second. The knife clatters to the ground. As she looks up at you, a small smile graces her face, and her head falls forward completely like this. What is the matter, Shepard? You're still asleep. Oh, oh. you screamed. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what I... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't sc- realize that you screamed. I just didn't do it because I was... <laughs> I can do it. Oh, Jesus! Oh, God! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. What is that? What is that? What is that? Oh, I, I, pi- I pinch myself and like, uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, don't be dying. Uh, no, every, everyone, everyone, calm down, everyone. I, I'm holding the knife and I'm holding the, uh, like, I'm looking. Are the teeth there? Like, are the teeth all over? They're, the- they're all over the bed. Um, as you hold the doll, you notice a few more teeth fall out. Um, and as you shake it around, lastly, a green gem, roughly the size of a pine cone, tumbles out of the inside of the doll, a faint glowing light pulsing on the inside of it. Um, if, are there, like, bed posts on the bed? Like, yeah, anything made of wood? It's a four-poster bed. I'm gonna stick the knife into the wood on the bed and pick up the gem and, and uh, shake it, and, and I'll, I'll brush the teeth off, and I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I know that these are just toys, but I woke up and, and this one was brandishing a knife at me. And, uh, 
I thought, Sarnax, take care of this godforsaken piece of shit. And I throw him the doll. And I'm holding the gem. And, and, and it, it, it's just it's God's damn teeth everywhere. And, and, and there's this. And I hand it to the professor and I give him the gem. Don't destroy that thing. Sarnax. Don't. I, I see you. Fine. Don't destroy it. Fine. So next, we'll get the this water bottle thing. <laughs> This thing. <laughs> this thing. So this toy is an abomination, Professor. What purpose do we have to continue holding on to it? Uh, uh, just, just the girl. Just the teenage girl who's, who could still be in the castle. Yes. We gave uh, I'm sorry. her mother our word. It was embarrassing. I, I, sh- I shouldn't have responded like that. I've, I've centered myself. I immediately go over to the desk and like strap my holstered weapons on and uh, and put my hat on and, and basically I'm just like I'm, I'm very shaken. I, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start everyone like that. I I, I, I know that I know that our new friend said that these things are not uh, malicious and that they're just toys and, and I just I, I was startled. That's all. Um, this is certainly curious. Uh, I would like to take 10 minutes to cast um, to Detect Magic. On? On, well, Detect, and look at the gem. The gem. Okay. Uh, you take the time to uh, to cast it on the gem, and I'm honestly not quite sure what school of magic it would be, um, but you essentially sense a, uh, it's almost, if there's, a, roll, well, roll an arcana, and I'll see what you get from this. Ooh, very good. Uh, <laughs> Okay. 17. Or 27, sorry. That's quite a bit different from 17. <laughs> yeah, no, 27. 27. <laughs> uh, you, you look down at the gem and the, you, you can't quite discern where the magic itself comes from. It seems to be a, a benevolent druidic magic. A magic that promotes growth. This gem it promotes fertility in the soil. Well, professor, no, no, professor, no, no. I would like very much. Wait, wait, now you don't, you don't think. Th- be, there's no way. The odds of that would be. But one of these dolls traveled all the way. Even if they do reproduce and they are able to to, to pill for such things, how we don't, how far is that kind of a journey? Round trip, a full day? Well, it's been missing for some time now. Perhaps it was stolen by Blinsky or. Maybe they were keeping it at the graveyard or the church or... The cemetery. The cemetery, perhaps? So you're saying that maybe they this thing stole it from the, whoever originally stole it from? Nothing really Only makes sense here. Check. 11. Yeah, no, nothing makes sense. <laughs> Can I walk over to the teeth and kneel down and pick up one of them and inspect it just to see if it looks like real children's teeth or if it's more like adult teeth or if it's fake. Roll an investigation. We're we all be in the same room. room. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is there oh, a different room? Oh, did we only we we have two rooms? Two rooms oh, never mind. Okay. Alright, we would have we well, would have gone and gotten you, you two. Or you would have heard the screen. thin enough, you would have easily heard okay, so we would have I was very loud. Yeah, my bad. As I demonstrated. <laughs> I was going to make sure. I was almost in natural running, 20. Yeah. Uh, 10. They look like teeth. You're not familiar with teeth, you're not a dentist of any kind, so trying to determine whether they're adult, etc., it's not 
it's really hard to tell. I just quietly try to clean up as much of the spilled teeth into like a little neat pile while they're talking. Professor. Yes. I would very much like to inspect that gem. As long as you don't destroy it. Why would oh, I destroy it? Or burn it at least a little bit. Why would I burn it? I don't know. You like bit. to burn things. Did you roll the perception check, you? Me? Me? Oh. Ma'am. Oh, sorry. Uh, perception. Oh, nice. That's better. 22. So, though you can't discern the age, you do get a faint whiff of dirt. And you notice throughout the teeth there's soil. And as you look through them, you begin to notice small etchings, the same similar rune markings that you saw in the stone circle outside of the windmill. On the teeth? Oh, no. The, yeah. Remember there, you went to that stone circle and you saw that pile oh, of bones. Yeah, but these are like, they're like. Yeah. Wow. These, these teeth, and I immediately run over to the professor and I try to point out the rooms. These are from the, the stones that we saw outside of the, the Three Hags house. What? They should be dead. The hags are tormenting us from beyond the grave. Roll an intelligence check. Me? No. no. Richie or Professor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's me, uh... <laughs> I would say that... You remember that the dolls have gotten out of your case. Right. And we know that they've done grave robbing before. Yes. So, yes, as I was saying, I, 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 it's possible that in our journey, they've escaped and collected this. I just don't know where they would have gotten it from. Sar- Sarnax, if, if, you, if you think for a second that there's any chance that these hags are, have, have some sort of power after we put them down for good, we need to get to the church to make sure the kids are okay. And Irina... I do not know the magic of the night hag, but I have heard tales of dark forces, even after being slain, tormenting those that slain them. I will say, Rich, with that role, you easily be able to tell that the doll probably climbed out of your pack when you were there at the stones, dug up a bunch of stuff, and basically stole teeth and potentially a gem. (laughs) Now that I think about it, Perhaps it stole the teeth while we were there on our journey, as I was saying. From that pile? But perhaps it, the what reason they're together Thanks is that... the keg of Is that they... they <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can be in the That's basically what I was saying. Sort of. Perhaps they collected this when they collected the teeth, meaning the hags stole this gem. Did we, didn't we burn the pile, though, of bones before we left? Well, we investigated the pile, so it's, she probably escaped while we were looking around. Perhaps the doll was actually a savior, that we would have burned this gem had it not been for her kleptomancy. Well, we can be sure that she got the gem from the same place. Regardless, at the very least, we might be able to take this to the innkeepers, and uh, that gentleman down there might just be able to identify that as one of the missing gems. Could have saved yes. us a lot of problems if we were intending on heading to the winery anyway. Yes, indeed. The gem from the from the bar. I, I mean, I, well, the, the way I feel about it is that they basically said that if we don't get they don't get their wine, there's going to be a riot on our hands. And I, and these these folks seem like they're at least a neutral party and very generous. So I don't see why they would cause trouble here in in Balaki when there's potentially a, a riot to start. No, I would hope so, but they said that they're quarreling with his father. 
regardless. He also asked us to go check it out at the, uh, to check out what was going on there at the winery. So if we identify the gym and we're heading there anyway, we can just deliver it. Perhaps I'm being paranoid. I, this. I would very much like to go to the winery. But Sarnax, you don't, you don't drink Sarnax. I am less interested in the fruits of this winery and more in the soil. I see. The fact that standard crop can be grown at all in this place, not just the seeds I am planting, is of a great curiosity to me. And I wonder, perhaps utilizing similar gems for my own purposes, what could be gained? Wine no. is also very flammable, Sarnax. We must keep that in mind to not cause that entire place to go up in flames. My interest is even further peaked. Oh, well, would you? Uh, could you please give the gem to Mister Morgan? I think that's a great idea. Why don't you take it downstairs? The gem is is on my person, safe and sound. No, you give it to. Please give it to Shepard. He will, will very confirm much like with the innkeep that that is one of the gems. I will say, I know it's been a week, but you didn't hear from the innkeep about the gems. Right, we Rudolf Van Richten. Oh, right, and correct. you know that him and his father yeah. had a falling out correct. because his father believed yep. that he stole it. Oh. Then, wait, who's, who's father? So the, the innkeeper's, the innkeeper's yes. father yes. is right. the have, wizard of wine. We haven't from. actually talked to him about okay. the Raven. We talked to him about... He asked Sarnax to say, basically, we could go check it out. That's how we knew there was there was some sort of... of, of okay. Of, why so he has to check us out, but he doesn't know that we know about the gems. No. Correct. Correct. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Correct. Which is why, Professor. <laughs> so, so you don't want to just... not alarm You don't want to just... All right, all right, look, you're no, in that's charge. That's a good point, now that I'm remembering. I just, I just thought if they could identify it, it would make our, our lives a lot easier. Everybody could get the wine they need when we deliver the when we deliver the gem. Yes, we should leave. We deliver it to And first, Victoria, you said you didn't sleep there. It's nothing. It wasn't See, it's curious that we've heard so much about bad dreams, but I've been sleeping fine. I haven't had any dreams. Perhaps the dream pastry lasts more than one night. Kana, how have your dreams been? I've been resting peacefully, yes. Everyone else, any issues? No problems. I have been sleeping quite peacefully. I miss the dreams of my god through the garden. Well, you had no pastries. None. I would never sample such a fiendish delight. I have many regrets. As do I, I am certain Justin. you do. Let's just please be mindful of it. If if any of our sleeps get unusually terrible, please just speak up. Right. All right. Some tea, and then we will leave. So Sir, we'll, we'll head downstairs. Yes, yes exactly right. Uh, I'll order some tea and drink it. You make your way downstairs and, and the entirety of the uh, tavern area of the inn is completely devoid of people, uh, including the two drunks that you remember seeing the day before, as well as Danica, the lady of the of the inn. It seems like this early in the morning, everyone is fast asleep. <clears throat> Remind me of Danica's husband's name. Erwin. Erwin. You humans have very similar sounding names. It all gets confusing. I believe that if we cannot speak with Erwin, if we make post haste to the winery, we may be able to solve their problems and arrive back and perhaps be rewarded. So let us continue. 
our, our journey, and we will not dredge up any bad blood with Erwin. Fair, fair enough. Is there a hoth in, in this room, in the yes. bottom room? It's uh, burning embers at this point, but you could probably uh, utilize your resources. Prestigio, and I want to light the fire again, and I'm just going to make a quick pot of tea. And, Easy uh, enough to do. You have I'm to I'm going to need about ten minutes to just review my, my notes and uh, drink my tea. Perhaps I should do the same. So I'll prepare my spells and my divination business. Well, they always roll low, but that helps. So we wake up from a long rest? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Take the time that you need to get yourself set up for the day. There's nobody downstairs. Hmm. Okay. Now, you you remember when you left early the day before, it had only been three people. It was Danica who was still cleaning up, and she seemed to be, I would say, you're, um, you were perceptive enough that she seemed to still be spending time there because of the two drunks who were um, passed out on the table, basically not willing to leave until they had vacated the building. Um, and then, okay. because there's no one there now, she's retired. I've joined uh, the professor by the hearth, and I've kneeled down, sitting back on my legs, uh, on my heels, and I'm enjoying some green tea with him while he's preparing his spells and just staring into the hearth. I'm just going to go kind of sit by the window and just sit quietly by yourself. You sit quietly by yourself, and you watch as the town wakes up for the day. And there is definitely more of a, a jubilation to this um, to this place than there had been to Barovia proper, but um, there's there's also a weariness, and you see as more and more people uh, are running around putting up the signs for the newest festival, the Festival of the Blazing Sun, and uh, you, you notice how the, the townsfolk themselves almost um, turn and head the opposite direction when they notice these signs coming up, as if they don't want to be accused of unlawful unhappiness. I'm ready to go. As am I. Remember everyone, if we see the Vistani from the camp outside of town, make sure we do not engage with them. Agreed. Uh, it was pretty shocking to find out that there are what our new friend called evil Vistani. Well, I'm... All of them might not be... Well, I, I, I think you're right, it's but... It's the reason for Chad. Better safe than sorry. Yes, yes. I agree. Let's not engage with any of them. So we, ne- we never know. We never know which ones are evil. I, I trusted them probably a little bit more than we should have. Yes. We Hopefully. all did, Shepard. There was, I think, a cold comfort in that some individuals were not in league with the Countess, but now it seems as if they were no better than individuals baiting souls here. Well, I hope that our Taroka card reading was indeed genuine. I believe it is. I mean, those things are coming true. Yes, they're coming true. I just hope it's not some foul trick. Garrix. <laughs> Garrix told me specifically that the readings in Madame Ava herself were trustworthy. And I believe that fervently, even if every single other Vistani is not to be trusted. Right. Well... Onward? Onward. Do we know how long, roughly, this journey is? Several hours Several, by foot. A few hours. So we, um, we can make the round trip in say, a day. No. All right. Okay. You are here, mm-hmm. and you're traveling. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. 
Wow. So, Holy yeah, shit. Like two okay. days. That's, that's like a, that's like as far as Brovi Village was on. Yes. Probably a little bit further. Or wow. about as far, but but you remember that you stopped and stayed the night at the the Sony camp. For what it's worth, then we may not well, make it back to our It was point. actually two nights because you stayed the night at the Vistani camp and then you stayed the night at the windmill and then you left in the morning. So it yes. was three days. Do we feel like we can get there? Spend time there and get back in time for the appointment. No way in hell. <sighs> Out of character. Not a chance. Uh, professor, uh, uh, do, do you want to maybe think of another course of action? I, I hate to waste a day just sitting around here, but we, we it's probably, as, as much as I hate to say it, in our best interest to meet with the Watchers. We don't want to miss that again. Supposedly right, but... Feel like we'd be wasting time. I, I totally agree. So I guess we. So it basically, it would, logically, was how looking at the map, we think that we would not be able to get back mm-hmm. in time for dinner. So well, you don't know. I mean, if you were able to travel, if you were able to just get in your Ford Fiesta and drive <laughs> there away. without any issue, yeah. then there's definitely a chance. But you don't know what you're going to come across. You don't know what you're going to have to do with the, right. the so, winery. Where do you so even get as, as, as advent, yeah, you don't know where you're going to put And we only have 36 car. hours <laughs> until dinner. Right? We might have to go solar in Borovia with all the cloud yes, cover. We're less than two days. But then we wouldn't be able to just get wine to the festival, right? Because the festival's the next day. Yes. So your options are essentially see if she's available for lunch or brunch or something in the midday and then go towards the evening, but then you're doing night travel. Or to just say you'll deal with her when you come back. Professor, if I may make a suggestion, I'm quite skilled at calligraphy. Perhaps we can send a note to Miss Walker and let her ask for a later appointment for dinner. I mean, we, we, we've already done it once. I don't hate trying it again. She just might, we just might lose our chance. That's all. And if this is a big lead, I don't know if we want to do that. I thought I should find that rude. Perhaps this may be considered rude, but perhaps we call on her now for breakfast. Unannounced? It will give us an air of mystery, perhaps. You can send a note ahead of our arrival, and maybe that will be sufficient. And plus, we're dealing with somebody who could potentially be very dangerous towards us. Yes. I'm not really concerned about being very rude or polite. Well, perhaps we send a note. Connor, if you'd like to, to draft something up, as flowery as you can. So I will pull out my calligrapher's supplies, and I will very elegantly to help match kind of the ongoing theme of the font that they use in Barovia, uh, draft up a letter to... How do I address them? Madam Walker? Mr. Lady? Lady Walker? Lady Walker, unfortunately, we have some plans that. Perhaps something came up unexpectedly. I have no whiteout. Uh, That that, that came up uh, unexpectedly and will not be able to join you for dinner tonight. Would you like to meet for a late breakfast this morning? Signed, Professor Azran, the Azran Expedition, Miss Tallery University. Postscript. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull it out and let it. 
You may take it to the, uh, oh, no one's here, though. How are we going to get it? <laughs> are there any yeah, ravens? You, you look up and you see that the rafters are completely empty. Oh, God the ravens that were roosting in the evening have uh, retired to wherever they go during the day. I, I hope everybody's alright after learning what we learned. Here's what I suggest. We give this to Mr. Morgan here and he will hand deliver it to their door. Just keep an eye out With for us any... in tow. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we could all go, but that's a bit of a walk. I would not suggest Mr. Morgan. I would suggest Kana. Then yes. Okay. Mr. Morgan and I will tell and observe. Would you like me to go with great haste? Yes. Yes. I believe that was a, I suggested Mr. Morgan simply because if anyone, if he runs into any trouble, he can just like shoot them in the face from far away. But I believe if we don't expect any danger, you two tail them. I think we should always be expecting danger at this point, Professor. And professor, I don't think he should be shooting anyone in the face. Well, I agree, but if, you, if the need arises, having the ability to just go, you know, do one of those things that he does. You that know. would bring a quick end to our was it, is it this? Or is I feel it? certain we'd have to leave town at once. Should we bring any gifts ahead of our arrival? I think that's a wonderful idea. Is that a custom that you people do? That's the most some people. Sorry, Max. Some people. I don't know what the custom is to drink here, but we normally bring our favorite tea or That's, a bottle of rice. They are are getting our company. What more could they possibly want? We are also intruding at a very uh, last minute we have, moment. We have been invited into their home. I failed to see a need for a gift. After they were tailing us pretty close. Let's just bring them the note. We'll all go together, I guess. Let us go. And then perhaps we do not even need a note if there are no reasons. <laughs> Let us knock on the door and, and present oh, ourselves. I'm so ungentlemanly. How about I all right, go ahead? Shepard and I will I, then be the ungentlemanly ones. I will, Happy to do it. I will go ahead and I will knock on their door. And if there are any issues, I can report back. If we're doing that, we might as well all just go. Let's just drop in on them. What's the worst that could happen? They tell us to go away. All right. We know they're in there. They don't really go anywhere. It seems like they're kind of shut-ins, unless they're tailing us. Do I see from out the window if any shops appear to be opening up, or is it um, still too early? Most of the shops appear to be opening up, or have okay. at least opened within the, within the last 30 minutes or so. I agree with Mr. Morgan on this. There is no need for the pretense of gentlemanliness when life and death are on the line, Professor. Feel free to keep up that uh, facade, if you will. Not that I don't think that your intentions are genuine, but as Sarnak said, I'm kind of past the point of being polite. How about this? We all go, but we let Kana go first, and we just act as if we're shopping. And to make it look like we are just being polite, delivering a letter, but if they call, she calls us right away, Kana can wait for a response. We can join her as quickly as possible. I think that's fine. That is a, there are some things I'd like line. to pick up uh, on the thoroughfare anyway. All right, let's go. Um, I would like to just try to find a place that might be selling like dried wolf meat. I will say it's it's really easy for you to find what appears to be um, a, a general store. The door is wide open. People are milling about, going in and out. Um, with sacks of dried meat, um, cured meat, and some just uh, raw meats ready to be cooked. 
whatever it would cost to buy several days worth of dried wolf meat, like rations is what I'd like to purchase. Okay. Um, I will say it would, there are a couple of things that um, you look through the list. The, the shopkeep um, is busy here and there, but he essentially passes you a parchment with what's available um, for, for 500 gold pieces, you could buy a bag of colding to store fresh meats. Fresh meat um, is going to run you uh, three silver pieces per pound of fresh meat. Uh, the dried meat is actually more expensive because of the drying process, and that's going to run you five silver pieces. Like per so ration? Yeah. Um, I want to buy nine rations of it. So nine times three is uh, 27 silver. Yep. I'm going to buy at least, you know, three meals a day's worth of this dried meat. Okay. My, my goal, basically, just in case anybody's curious, I'm not eating any of the food that anyone is giving us anywhere. And I'd rather just try to eat freshly butchered wolf meat to avoid any kind of impurities. Okay. If at all possible. Uh, and there are also water skins where you can purchase water skins for drinking, etc. Oh, that would be lovely. How much for that? Um, I'll say I don't know, but I'm going to say it's like a one silver or water skin. Done. I'll buy one water, one refillable water skin. That'll be 28 silver pieces. Okay, Thank yes. you very much. Uh, I would like to keep an eye out for a blacksmith. Okay. I'll let you know see one. Okay. I would like to look for any kind of store that might just have like, I guess, not like jewelry, but like fine, you know, like a really classy gift shop. <laughs> I assume they don't have flowers here, right? No, not really. I mean, you, you can find a place that sells like nettles or maybe, um, yeah, maybe you could find some flowers, but it's not going to be what you would imagine where you can go in and find these beautiful bouquets. It's more like um, local vegetation that you can bring into your house just to try and spice it up a little bit. It's also a little drab and a little dreary. Okay. Um, I will say you're not you're not necessarily able to find a gift shop, but you're able to find a small, almost antique shop where it seems like um, it's a small elderly woman um, who is selling off almost like a large estate sale. When people die, people sell their things to her, and then she resells them. Professor, may I... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask if you mind if I duck into the shop. Please do. Yes. And so while we're doing that, I'll say, Kano, you may deliver, yes. So I will take off at a full sprint towards where I believe uh, Lady Walker's residence is with the note. Uh, it takes you about 15 minutes to get there um, from where the inn was. Uh, you head straight there and you see this gigantic looming mansion in front of you. Uh, the door firmly shut. There's a small letter box on the front that you know you can slip the letter through or there are large knockers that you can um, that you would be able to utilize if you wanted to attempt to get someone's attention. Um, I will approach the large knockers and I will uh, just discreetly knock twice, not like a full-on bang, but just in case there's somebody near the door to not wake the whole residence. I just knock twice and then I take like five, ten uh, feet uh, step back and then I'm holding the note in my hand just waiting patiently. You wait for a moment as the knocking, you, you can almost hear it echoing down the, the hallway behind the door. And you're actually able to hear the skittering of um, footsteps, the thudding as someone's walking through the hallway. 
but no one comes to the door to open it. You see, or no one opens the door. You see that there's a small plate on the front that slides open and you see one malformed eyeball look through the door at you and it slams shut quickly and you hear the skittering again as it moves down the hall. No one opens the door. <laughs> I step forward uh, and just listen. I don't put like my head up against it completely. I just listen to hear if the skittering is coming back at all. It doesn't sound. So it sounds quiet completely behind the door. Uh, I will take two feet back to a 90 degree bow and I will carefully slip the note through the slot bow again as you open the letter hatch the creaking noise of the rusted hinges um almost screams out at you you hesitantly push the letter through and you can hear as it flaps and floats and lands gently on the floor dust bursts up you can faintly see it though it's really dark inside this hallway and as you close the letterbox and walk away, once again, you hear that same skittering thudding of footsteps. Uh, it stops at the door for a moment and you listen. You hear almost a faint muttering or babbling as once again, these skittering footsteps make their way further down the hallway and it's nothing but silence. I wait five minutes see if any, anybody comes back with an answer. And okay. I'm like, a, I'm a respectable like 10 feet away from the door now. Okay. Um, we will head to Victoria. So you make your way into the shop and you see there is a hunched older woman standing be- behind the counter. She's appears to be reading a book and uh, she uh, giggles and uh, knocks one of the tendrils of hair away from her face as Uh, She looks into it. She looks up and her cheeks alight with rosiness. She slams the book shut and puts it down. Can I read the title of the book before she goes with it? (laughs) Love and Bones. Yeah. (laughs) I'll give her a a coy knowing knowing smile. Um, (laughs) How can I help you? Well, aren't you a sweet little thing? Oh, thank you. Um, she looks to- down and sees that the cover's still <laughs> visible, and she flips it over on the other side. And there, on the back, you see what looks to be um, a, a skeletal man, a pirate, um, his outfit uh, hanging away. Somehow, uh, he still looks muscular with his skeletal form as he's holding this um, lithe woman. She's bent over backwards in this beautiful black dress full bustled skirts, her hair ringleted, falling down her back. It appears to be carved into the leather. And uh, realizing that you can see the back, she just knocks it off of the counter <laughs> onto the floor with a loud thud. Yes, I'm so sorry, dear. I'm so sorry to interrupt your oh, reading time. Um, I'm looking for a, a hostess gift for someone of a well-off nature. Oh, Do you yes. have anything? Well, we have many things. We have necklaces and bracelets. And, um, there's a tapestry. Oh, that might be much. Um, ooh, we have a vintage bottle of champagne from the Wizard of Wines. You can't get it anymore, you know. Why? Well, that would be wonderful, but I'm sure that would cost a pretty good Oh, yes. But, you know, you get what you pay for. Um, might I ask how much that would go for? Oh, at least ten gold pieces. Gold. No. I, I suppose that would do well. Thank you. I'll, I'll oh, take well, it. In that case, for another gold piece, I'll throw in a red velvet bag. 
Um, I think I'll just do the champagne. Oh, very nice. Lovely, lovely. And she makes her way towards the back and she bustles around on this large wooden shelf and you see as she knocks over bookends and trinkets, um, uh, a few porcelain or ceramic figurines and she finds this, she comes to this large bottle that's completely covered in dust that you can see firmly on it the label for the wizards of wizard of wines and the um, and the the sign of the type of wine that it is which i'll tell you in a minute Cham- champagne de l'estomp de l'estomp du l'estomp it's champagne d u l e s t o m p rummaging around. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll go back out and join the professor in the thoroughfare. You do this. Professor, I've, yes. I've gotten a gift that I think would be suitable for our hostess. Yes. I agree with you that we should keep our demeanor civil. Get more, more flies and honey than vinegar. So, what gift did you get them? I've actually found a bottle of vintage champagne from the Wizard Inn. How do they have that? <laughs> Is, have they just not sold it yet? She said that it's a 15 year vintage. It's curious. Well, clearly, bottles still exist despite the crystal being stolen. Well, either way, uh... Do you recall when the, the champagne fields dried up? About ten years. Ten years ago? So, it seems very unlikely that this would go unsold for that long. Well, it seems to be an estate store. Perhaps it just came onto the, to the market, so to speak. Perhaps. Well, either way, we could, if we are invited, we can bring it. We'll, we'll wait for, for Kana. I have found to catch more flies, it is best to use a large carnivorous plant, not honey. Are you looking to catch flies, Victoria? Uh, more of an expression, but that is good to know, should we find ourselves in need of flies. Physically. Oh. Well, if, if, you, if you needed to catch flies, we will talk. Thank you, Mr. Sonics. It's my lizard tongue, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About five minutes or so pass. And you once again hear these same skittering footsteps as the letterbox opens and a letter slowly drops to the ground in front of the door. I wait for the skittering to go away, or I guess. I, I, I pause for a second to listen to see if it, if the person goes away. 
you don't hear any movement from the door. Um, and as you get closer, you hear a... <sighs> I quietly, uh, I just slowly start reaching for the letter. <sighs> I peel it open just a little bit to see if it's addressed to, to me or if it's addressed to uh, the professor. Professor Azrin. Okay. So I just keep it completely sealed. And uh, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. You quickly hear skittering away from the door the moment you start to speak. I hate that noise so much. <laughs> <clears throat> And I just step backwards, and then I make haste and haul ass back to the professor. You're easily able to make your way back to the town square where everyone's finishing up their shopping. You see, um, you see, Professor and uh, Victoria outside of a small, what appears to be antique shop. Uh, as they're having a conversation, you're able to walk straight up to them and uh, join up with them right as uh, Shepard is making his way back over with a few satchels full of dried meats and a water skin. I quickly but calmly approached the professor with the note in the hand, and, uh, Professor, it is... Uh, oh, are we invited? It is addressed to you. I have not read it yet. I will open it up and read. Professor Azran, I'm sorry to hear um, that you will not be joining me for dinner tonight. I have rearranged some plans. Lunch at noon. Kind regards, Lady Fiona Walker. We have lunch plans. At noon. That is great news. Were you able to speak with anyone at the house? It was only a letter exchange. It was only a letter exchange? No one answered the door? And there was a very deep breathing on the other side. Well... I saw a single eyeball. I assume that the lady has a henchman. Oh. Well, that seems to be the standard around here for the nobles, so maybe that's just how they do things. Um... All right, well, uh, is it approaching noon? I'd say it's probably around eight, almost nine in the morning. Um, we should get there a few minutes early. Yes, of course. Let us, uh, why would we get there a few minutes early when they requested us at noon? Functionality. It's functionality for any situation. So late situation is on time. A true early gentleman is never late, Darnax. <laughs> So you arrive early, so that just in case you're held up, you arrive precisely on time, even if you're late. Yeah, the doc always, good doctor always told me it's better to be 15 minutes early than five minutes late. Sounds like I'm going to go to Blinsky's. We don't want you going alone, Sarnax. I'm coming with you. I will be fine, but you may join if you wish. I am checking on my commission. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably best we see. He told yeah. you it was going to be like a week. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us, come with me. Let's meet back here in, two, in an hour. Is it all right if I go? Yes, start? please go. All right. Uh, I want to actually seek out the, the blacksmith shop. So yes, you, you look around and I'll say it takes a while. You, you don't find what looks to be necessarily a blacksmith, but it is um, an old building that has um, an attached... Uh, 
not garage, but almost like a, a studio area, an outside area with a forge where you do see um, a soot covered um, older gentleman um, hammering into something. Um, you don't see looking around, it appears that the house attached seems to be a home. You don't see anywhere where it looks like it's a, um, a building, like a store of any kind. But he does seem to be working on something. I'll approach. Uh, excuse me, my good man. Hello? Um, do you offer services for paying customers? It depends on what you're looking for. Do you happen to silver weapons? Never had that request here and there. I don't have much for silver, so you will have to provide it yourself. Oh, all right. Well, uh, we need to silver this, and I, re- I gesture to the, the Naginata that Kana's holding. Um, I unsheathed it, and I, I presented to him until first. It is a very nice weapon that you have here. I, uh, Thank you. I could silver it if you have the silver for it. Uh, once we get you the silver and you start, how long will it take? Well, I don't really have much on my plate currently. Um, probably by the end of the first night or the second. All right. Well, we will keep an eye out for silver and we will return. All right. Thank I you. will be here. Um, Do we know how much? How much? <laughs> well, for a weapon like that, if you bring the silver yourself, I've about uh, 200 gold pieces. All right, that sounds... How, mu- how much silver do you need? Well, probably 50 silver coins would probably be sufficient enough to cover the entire tip of that weapon. Oh, we can just give you silver coins? Well, they melt to silver, yes. Oh, why didn't I think of that? I probably have 50 silver coins, right? I would say. Well, you will also need your weapon. So... I have I have uh, my hunker as well. My shortbow, if needed. And a short sword. Do you have any loner weapons available? I, I have my guitar as well. Okay, well... It's not as strong as my Naginata, but I should make it. Well, then, perhaps we should have this done. Just I feel like we should get it done as soon as possible. So, I, okay. I have some gold, too, to spare, if you'd like me no, to No, no, don't worry, you are... Truly, I, I insist this is a, a, a grand gesture on your part. I appreciate it. This is Do you mind if I continue to hammer away before these gets gold? Yes, you yes, don't. please, please. He turns around looking a bit confused as he begins to hammer away. Well, we'll just leave this here, and I'll, I'll put... Oh, if you are ready to make the decision, I will take it from you. Oh, yes, yes. Best not to just leave it sitting about to weapon. This I, I have 149 beauty. gold. Well, let me pay for at least 150 of it. That's why he has all the money. Okay, I know, but I, I, I insist... I don't want to, like, offend you, though, or anything. No, no, I, I insist, to... Professor, I would love to be able to contribute to this. Thank okay, you. then, so then I will give him 50 gold, 50 I, will, gold. I will pay for the rest. Thank you, Professor. And I'll place the silver separately. So you're doing 50 silver and 150 gold, and then you're doing 50, 50 gold. 50 yes. gold, and I'm putting it on the... putting my Naginata on the counter. Um... And just taking out my uh, katana and just inspecting it for any sort of impurities, and then I sheath that and take out my haku and make sure that it's bing bing bing, and then I put that on my back. Seems to be working just fine. It's a beautiful bing 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 sound. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Very cool. Uh, so we'll all return to where we we're going to meet up. The two of you are heading to Blinsky's. You make your way to the front of the shop. The door is closed as you slowly open it. The creaking sound of the rusting hinges um, scream out and the little ding of the bell uh, is almost feels louder, uh, even though you were expecting it this time. As you make your way in, the room is completely illuminated by candlelight here and there. And you see a Blinsky hunched over, um, tinkering with uh, a toy he has it open on the uh, on the tabletop and uh, Piccolo the monkey is perched on his back picking through his hair. He looks over for a second but doesn't say anything. and he continues to work. Blinsky. It is not ready. I told you one week. One week. How long would it take to get one additional week. oh an additional purchase? Well, that depends. What are you looking for, friend? Uh, Shepard. Yes? Could you please check out that corner over there? I believe I saw something. What? In the corner, in the in the toy shop over there, I believe I saw something for the young child, uh, Thomas, that you care for. Do you, do you want me to go away? Yes, Shepard, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sarnax, you can just say that if you need drivers. I, I didn't need to come. I just wanted to make sure you are right. There also may be a toy for Thomas, the child that you care fondly for. God damn it, Sarnax, I'll be outside. <laughs> and I just go, I just go outside the toy shop and I'm just waiting outside the door. All right, you do that. You wait outside the door. I would also like to add an additional commission. Could you create the exact same dragon but make it silver in color and have it breathe the same destructive fire? Do you want it to breathe actual fire or do you want it to breathe ice? No, this will be fire. Well, if that is what you what you would like, I could easily do that. How much would that cost? Well, you know, you're adding a lot of work onto what I'm already doing. Five gold pieces. I can do that. That is ten percent of my gold. <laughs> Jesus! I'll reach into my pack, my pouch. It's like little small thing. Uh, one, two. Oh, <laughs> and I count out. Oh, I count out all of the uh, all of the the uh, coins, and I will say. You'll not add on additional time. So you'll be able to use. Be able to do much of the work at the same time, but don't come back. <laughs> Not until it's done. I will come back in one week. That is one whole week, seven days. Seven days from today, from today or yesterday? <laughs> yesterday, Fred. Six days. <laughs> I shall return then, and you will not let your creature get any primate oils over the toys, will you? Piccolo does what Piccolo wants to do, but I don't think he has oil. I do not know what you mammals do. Otherwise, farewell. Jesus. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll, go, I'll, jo I'll, join, I'll join Shepard. Uh, Sarnax, uh, 
for the record, for future purposes, if, if you got to do something in private, you can just tell me to go away. You don't have to try to <laughs> trick me. I, I just wanted to make sure you were safe coming here because I don't trust that slimy son of a bitch. Well, thank you very much. I said he was slimy due to the oils of his private. <laughs> That's thank you for probably weirdly accurate. <laughs> I believe it is. I do not think he probably, he, he's so ingrained in the oils of that filthy beast, he does not notice it. Regardless, I'm, I'm sorry if I crashed your, your, your party you had going on here. I just I wanted to make sure. Company. I just right. It is as you say able. this that you see the Blinsky standing behind you. That is not a nice thing to say. I, I was coming out here, you gave me one extra silver, one extra gold piece. You may keep it. As a tip. Thank you. I will, I'm assuming you don't want it now that it's covered in the filthy oils of my primates. And he slams the door <laughs> shut as you walk back into the toy shop. Well, that wasn't ideal. I'll, I'll lean in and I'll say, yes, that is exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good? Should we get back to the professor? Yes. All right. All right. Let's, let's get him. So we will assemble in five minutes before noon. We will go to the front door and knock. Oh, oh, that was fucking gold. Yes, that's exactly why. <laughs> uh, okay, so you are, where are you meeting? What are you doing? We're meeting in the, in the town square, and then five minutes before noon, we will approach the house and knock. All right, you make your way back down the lane towards Walker House. And you, for the sake of it having been a week, I'll read the description of the house to you again. Um, you make your way up to it. This house seems disgusted with itself. A slouching roof hangs heavy over furrowed gables and moss-covered walls sag and bulge under the weight of the vegetation. As you study the house's sullen countenance, you hear the edifice actually groan. Only then do you realize the extent to which the house hates what it has become. So it's like definitely a spooky house. Okay. <laughs> Staring up at it, it is it looms over you. Do you want to knock, uh, Yes, please do. I will keep an ear out with heavy breathing, and I will approach, and I will tap the knockers a little bit loud, more loudly this time. Now that I feel like most people are probably awake, I'll give it two knocks and step so a couple feet step back and wait. Can I say while we were walking that I like cleaned the bottle like with my skirts or something? So it's yeah. not like you, you had more than enough time from when you bought it, okay. so now it's, <laughs> it's pristine. Uh, professor helped you with some prestigio from some prestigio, prestigio. and uh, prestigio. helped you to clean it off. And it looks it looks like a, a beautiful bottle of champagne. You Almost. knock on the door. <laughs> the sound reverberating through the uh, through the cavity behind it, behind the door, and you wait. It takes a minute before you begin to hear latches and tumblers moving behind the door as it slowly swings in. The front door opens into a narrow vestibule. Three stained glass doors and wooden frames lead out from it. You'll notice that there is uh, the gardens on one side facing towards me, um, and the door is facing towards Victoria and, oh, and Clayton. There doesn't appear to be anyone standing at the door. It's just open. Of course. Hello. I'll pull that one. 
and you slowly see a man and you immediately recognize him as the hunched over older man that had been trailing you as he steps out of the shadows and he waves his hand at you and he begins to make his way out of the the vestibule area. Back at you to follow. Hello, my good man. How are you today? He opens another one of the doors and you see uh, what appears to be a stairwell going up as he walks in through closes the door behind himself, and you're left in a small foyer, the door in front of you leading towards a stairwell where he had left from. Two doors, one to your right and one to your left. Well, we have an invitation. Just don't do anything quite yet. Uh, excuse me. Hello, we're here. We're, we, we accepted your uh, invitation. Please, uh, if anyone is home, we'd, we'd like to meet you. Your voice echoes throughout this small area. It almost makes the doors themselves shake uh, with the <clears throat> uh, with the tonality of it. This looking around, you see that this is an incredibly ornate house. The wealth of this family is immense. Everything is pristine and perfectly clean. Even the doorknobs themselves have uh, filigreed designs on them and they are a near perfect shine. You wait for one more moment as the door that the man had left in slowly opens and he turns towards you and he points directly towards the door to your, to, to your left. Uh, As he slowly closes the door again and you hear him skittering up the stairs. Alright, well, at least that's direction. Uh, Kana lets you and I head in first. Sarnax, you watch our backs. Hey, Professor and Victorious, stay in the middle, stay safe, alright? I implore I you to, to go with Grace into this room. We've been invited and we should be acting as though we are guests in someone's home. Understood. Until it comes up otherwise. Would you like me to go first? Yes, I do come. Very well. I'll knock on the door, wait for any sort of invitation. If I hear nothing, then I'll try the handle. You knock and you hear nothing but silence greet you. Slowly turn the handle and you, you've become used to the sound of the rusty hinges. But there is no sound here as the lock slowly tumbles open and the door swings open almost noiselessly as you walk in to an ornate dining room. A dining table stretches the length of this room, a crystal chandelier hanging above it imperiously. The silverware is, isn't tarnished at all. The dishes chipped. They're all quite elegant. Eight chairs, their backs adorned with sculpted elk horns surround the table. Arched windows made of a latticework of iron and glass look out onto the small, fog-swept estate. Then off towards the back of the room. Three elegant couches surround an oval table made of black glass. All are set in front of a blazing hearth, above which hangs the portrait of a smirking nobleman, sporting a broken nose and a tangle of hair graying at the temples. Several smaller portraits hang on the north wall. It is here that you see a woman in all black, 
sit, um, sitting cross-legged on one of these on one of these couches, her hands tapping along the wooden uh, the wooden arm of the couch as she looks at all of you. Well, welcome to my home. Before, so they go in first. Just before I cross the threshold, I'm going to say, "Curio, my case will open up." I'm going to take out a little piece of leather. A doll statue in the face. Actually, no. How much damage do I do? No. You can have <laughs> um, I would like to uh, say Armatos and cast Mage Armor. I bow. Um, um, my, yeah, my hat is off. I'm holding it to my chest. I do a little nod and say, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. We, 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 we were let in, and the professor's right behind us. I believe your letter was addressed to him. Yes, yes. Hello there. Madam. Hello. I am Professor Clayton. Please Landrem. take a seat. We will enjoy drinks before we have yes. before we have our, our lunch, please. I'll wait for everyone to sit down and if there's no room, I'll just kneel on the ground. Thank you so much. There's for your... enough room for everybody okay. to, to sit at this at the cities. The Thank you for your hospitality. And the no. invitations. I had to move a few things around to be able to um, accommodate you here, but it was interested in meeting the new folks in town, you see. Well, you're certainly gracious. Absolutely. We've brought you a gift for, for having us. Oh, well, you did not have to, but she immediately grabs for it. I see. Where did you come across this? Oh, a, a little shop in town. I, I can't recall the name of it. But... Well, the dead always have the best trinkets. And <laughs> she puts it away. Um, and you see as she opens up the the table in front uh, in front of you, it has a little latch and she pulls out, you see five bottles of champagne. The exact same Wizard of Wine champagne. She pulls out a newer bottle and puts it down. I like to say. <laughs> well, we will let that one age. These are 150 years old, I think. Now, you would all like a drink glass, yes? I set them out for you. Uh, it's, it's a little too early for me. It is uh, never too early alcohol. to have champagne. Uh, well. You wouldn't want to be rude in my mind. Oh, no, no, of course not. Uh, of course not. I slowly reach forward and uh, take one glass and give uh, the Please. professor a knowing look. No. Mm. Oh. Pour the wine for the ladies. Oh, it's not poured yet. <clears throat> Do you mind? I, I asked you to. Did, did I Monum. And I will have my mage hand grab oh, it. Oh, yes. A man of the arcane. And I will have it pour oh. uh, six glasses. I'm going to put my, my hand over the glass. You will forgive me. I do not partake. No, I would not. Please, have a drink. You are in my home. My religion forbids it. You must understand. Well, my home encourages it. So please, have a drink. He is a holy man, and I have assured him that... I would not require him to do, as part of this expedition, require him to do anything against his and religion. that is lovely for you, but I have not promised anything, and I'm asking that we all have a drink in my home. Sarnax, is this really going to be a problem? This is quite rude to bring a reptile into someone's home. Now, now. And allow them to be so rude to their hostess. Uh, but, buddy, uh, and I, I just lean a little closer, are, are, are you going to be all right with this? I'm, I'm not trying to push you here. I will be fine. Please proceed, Professor. I do not want to be rude to our host. Yes. 
And you see she gives you a faint smile. Success. Yes. Yes. Well, um, thank you uh, to Barovia. Can I whiff to, it really? To Vakter House. To Vakter House, yes. Um, I have a quick question. Is there is there any kind of... Damn it. So, if you use an arcane focus to cast a spell, it removes the verbal and semantic somatic components of the spell. If I wanted to try to use a spell called Detect Fine Traps, would I be able to do that undetected, or would I need to do some sort You'd of You'd have to roll a sleight of hand. So it removes the material. It removes material, not verbal or semantic. Yeah. Okay, that's all that I wanted. Thank you. So and I'm it's, not going it's to. only material components that don't have a cost. Right. Yeah, so right. if it says, like, a pearl worth 50 gold, you still have to supply the pearl. Got it. Got it. Could I, okay. before... While they're like speaking, could I quickly like whiff the the wine just to see if I'm able to pick up any traces of poison? Sure. Uh, roll a, a nature check. Uh, six. <laughs> smells like wine. It's really potent. You can tell that this has definitely been aged for years. Okay. Uh, I'll take uh, as soon as they finish it. I'll take the first. And yeah. Mike, you can roll a sleight of hand to make I'm, it look I'm like I'm going you. to okay. be doing that. So I figured, I'm going but I figured to I'd let you know. just take it and do a... Touch your lips. And, and I will attempt to do that. It could be worse. Sleight of hand. 16. Okay. Uh, you, you can tell she's keeping her eye on you a little bit, but she notices as Kana goes in to smell the wine... Oh, it is a great vintage, yes. And oh, she does not notice yes. as you don't drink. Very different from the rice wines that we create back Why home. Why would anyone make wine out of rice? It is a tradition back is home. Is it for poor people? It can be consumed by many. I think the aging process definitely appeals to those of grander stature. Yes, I'm not sure. So what brings you to Barovia? Well, uh, this is my expedition to Barovia. Uh, I am working, I'm the archaeology, the archaeology professor from Miss Callery University, and uh, it's been my life's work to uh, research uh, the unknown places, hidden places, uncovering relics, and uh, Barovia was at the top of my list. And What inspired you to delve into Barovia? The... Allure, the romantic you see notion her, of a her lost demeanor land. begin to change a little bit um, as you talk about your passion for Barovia. Oh, I see. I heard tales. I've read stories of people encountering Vistani along the road or oh, yes, in their camps and mentioning like this, rats. this land called Barovia. Mm-hmm. And I dug into it and no one believed it existed. They didn't. No, and you have proven them wrong. That's right. So I set out to prove that it did exist. There was too much evidence for it not to. And so here we are. I'm learning everything I can while we're here. Oh, and this is, is my expedition to do so. That is just charming. How do you like Barovia? Well, I love it a lot. I'm, I'm not a fan of Bell, the Bergomaster, you see. Oh, why is that? Because he just... You've met him, haven't you? 
Of course you have. You could not have been in this town for a near a day and have not met him. No, I don't. Have we met him? He is so full of himself. We have not. No. He is so, so full of himself. And he believes that he knows what is best for the town of Zolaki. Which is not the case. He angers the Countess. And why would you ever want to do so? Something quite like that. Can I insight check her on that statement? She is the best thing that could have happened to our land. Ah, yes. Uh... Um, oh, of course, if I had my way, he would not be the Bergomaster very much longer. Oh, um, it, how does it work? I'm not sure how succession for Bergomastery works. Well, his son will obviously take up as Bergomaster once he's passed. Yes. I don't think that will happen for a while, but... Something were to happen to him. But even then, his son would pick up the mantle once he was of age. I did try to set his eyes on my sweet daughter, Fiona, but... Or Stella. My name is Fiona. My, my, my sweet daughter, Stella. But he is a strange boy. And he did not seem interested in my sweet girl. That's quite rude. Well... Hopefully, uh, his festivals are at least a pleasure. Have you been to one? Uh, no, no. We, we arrived well, in town right after... what would you know about his festivals? They are dreary. Oh, I've just seen the masks you and the paper machine. you putting people in the stocks? Yes. All because they did not have fun when he was carting around an entire wagon full of bleeding wolf sets. How is that supposed to bring joy to the people of Borovia? You know, if he would stop irritating our dear Stradania, then I believe the village would be in much better straits. Of course, of course. Uh, I, I, you know, as they say, the, the, the ones in power, uh, you know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, as they say, right? No. Well, just, you know, uh, whole, whole, what, is it, what, what is that old saying? Whole power corrupts wholly? Absolute power corrupts absolutely? No. Well, I don't believe I'm in that so- sorry about your... If, Stradania were to, if I were to be the Bergomaster, I would make sure that we were always on the right side of the Countess, and she would favor our small village. So my insight... Sorry. My insight check for all this has been 21. And because of that, I know that Volaki would prosper, but... Well, I don't see eye to eye with you. So, here we are. Here we are, yes. So, um, she seems to be completely honest. Okay. So, she's not like trying to lie or. Okay. Um, so, I'm curious uh, what made you seek us out and invite us to, to dinner? How, how did you hear of us? Well, I don't know. If you, if you are to retain power anywhere, you need to make sure that you always know the goings-on of your little village. And I may not be the Berko master, but I am the richest woman in town. So, we felt comes power of its own. Ah, yes. That's exactly why. So, inquire, what would you do if you were the Berko To keep this town happier and the contest? Well, I of course wouldn't put people in the stocks for being obsessed. Such. 
Absolutely. He's so full of himself, that man. But I would... I would let Danya know that she had an ally in me. And in doing so, I would communicate with her. And I would do the biddings that she would like me to do. And in that, I would ask for her protection and her grace. In the town of Awaki, of course. And she's very powerful. So, if we were not constantly trying to make her angry, I don't see why she wouldn't do this for us. Sounds very double-headed. Why? At expense. Do all that of the lady, the daughter, yes? It's not the pleasure of seeing her at her castle. Oh, but have you been invited to dinner? Yes, yes, we have. And she seems very lovely. Then you are lucky indeed. Not everyone I've tried, but I have not been so lucky to have an invitation myself. But should I be someday the Bergmaster, then I believe she would invite me to dinner. I see. So is that your your hope? If you could become the Burgomaster, then maybe Shudanya would be a close ally. I have no doubt she would be a close ally. She has my loyalty. I see. Can I insight check her when she says she has my loyalty? Hmm? That's not. Okay. Oh, those days are really great. Uh, seven. Um, she, yeah, seems to be honest. She's a type of personality you haven't really met before. She's looking her nose down at all of you as if the only person she's even sort of giving respect to is Clayton. Um, and that all turned after he started talking about his interest in Barovia. She seemed to have a connection there, but it's it's really hard to read her. Uh, so, um, shall we have lunch? Of course. The table is all set. So, if you are done with your wine, champagne... I finish mine and I'll put it on the table. Well, and I guess die horribly. She tips hers over. back and she slowly gulps down every last drop of the champagne. I would not want to waste a drop. Well, to the dining table then. And she steps up her the bustle behind her, billowing out as she rises. She turns, she doesn't even look at you. She makes her way towards the head of the table. Um, she waits for a moment and looks around, and you can see her, her foot is moving back and forth as if she's irritated as a side door opens up and that strange man walks in, pulls her chair out. She sits down, pushes her chair in. He lights a few of the candles, looks between all of you. <laughs> And then shuffles off back into the same side door. I'll I'll sit down, but I'll wait waiting behind my chair for her to sit first, and then I will sit down. She's yeah, she's sitting down. Do have I seen any kind of like? I guess are would bathrooms or restrooms or washrooms be common in houses like these? Yes, washrooms. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, uh, do you mind if I take just a, a a brief trip to the to the to the washroom? Before lunch, before I sit down. Well, if you must. Uh, could you point me in the correct direction? Well, there is a, a servant's quarter 
courts are off to. And she points over. Um, so if you look at the map, you'll see that uh, there's a door connecting the den off to a uh, back area with some beds. These servants there. So it'll just be in there somewhere. I believe that's where they do their washing. Uh, all right, thank you. Uh, I would like to go back there and find the the. As I'm going through, I want to just sort of look around, um, and see if I can get any sense of thinking of on the card. And I believe the Taroka card reading had something about. Um, it had, oh, you have it up. So it no, had, it's kind of Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, she keeps the treasure under lock and key. <laughs> With bones of an ancient enemy. So just anything that seems locked, sorry, that seems locked or that seems hidden or anything like that as so I'm So you're going into the servants' quarters. I'm going wherever she directed me, yes. I'm not gonna like step out anywhere. You make your way into the servants' quarters and you see that it is uh, it is very similar fashion to everything else, but significantly more drab. There are four beds that line the wall, a small wash basin that does house uh, a small amount of water, uh, a cloth off to the side. Uh, it is devoid of most things. There are a few chests which you quickly rummage through and it has bed linen and change of outfits, etc. And there is a another door off to the side leading in a direction of the house that you have no idea where it would connect to. Uh, I will, if I can, and it wouldn't be like too unreasonable, take 10 minutes in the washroom. Would that be like, would that seem unreasonable? I'm you would have to decide that, not me. I will take ten minutes, and hopefully with no one watching, I would like to cast as a ritual to detect magic. Um, and then once I'm done... And what's I'll the radius of detect magic? 30 feet. Uh, yeah, you you do not sense magic. Okay. So, that, so as we... I guess if you guys want to do anything while I'm in there... Not unless she leaves the table. (laughs) (laughs) She sits down and she looks between all of you. Uh, As you walk away, you see her (sighs) as she begins to butter the bread that's on the table. And she looks between all of you and smiles. Lady Walter, you've got a beautiful, stunning home. Well, thank you. How long have you been here, my dear? Your accent is very, very easy for me to fall into, so I have to try and be really hard. It's really hard to be an asshole with Victoria. <laughs> 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 that hurts. Well, thank you. I, I do appreciate it. I, this has been in my family for as long as I can remember. It's, it's just stunning. Really, um, and I, I saw that portrait uh, above the or above the mantle. Mm-hmm. I saw the portrait. Might I ask, is that a relative of yours? It's my. She's my my late husband. Oh, I'm so sorry, darling. No, it is it is fine. We love you so much still, even to this day. When did you lose him? Far too long ago. My sweet Nikolai. 
Yes. How did he meet his end? Yes, just like I said, very polite in our conversation here. That is not the kind of question that you ask your lady during lunch. Uh, you're going to have to uh, please be patient with our friend Sarnax here. He's he's not from around here. He's not used to our customs. He came down with an illness. He worsened, as though I tried to nurse him back to health. I was unfortunately unable to do so. Awful, that must have been so difficult for you. It was. And for the boys. Your children? Yes, my two, my two lovely, my two lovely, strapping young boys. Can we get a sense of how old she is? Probably late 40s, early 50s. She said she had two sons. Oh, no, I can't show you this picture. But didn't she say Stella was her daughter? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, she has more than two kids. I'm still in the shit. Let me know when I run back. Do you do much gardening? I. No, I do not. Is Who is then tending to the garden outside of your home? Obviously, my servants tend to my garden. Uh, uh, again, please, uh, we appreciate your hospitality and patience with our friend here. He has uh, quite literally uh, a green thumb. He's uh, interested in, in that kind of a thing. Oh, this was a joke because he is a green lizard. Well, I mean, it, it turns out that it's humorous, but no, I'm, I'm being serious. He, he has a great interest in, in gardening. What other color would my thumb be? Well, I, 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 I like I motion to myself, and then I motion to the ladies, and I like you know show you my red skin, and, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, sorry. Our deepest condolences for the loss of your late husband, Lady Walker. Your children will they be joining us for lunch? Oh no, they will not be. My sweet darling Stella was not. She's been having such a time since the Burgomaster's sons burned her. And my two sons do not spend time here since their father's death. Had I known the type of conversation we would get into inviting me to lunch, I think I might have abstained. Uh, 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 again, we're, we're sorry. Okay. We, we can just move on. Sarnax? Uh, yes, uh, gardening. Do you know what they plant in the garden? Honestly, I think that would be even worse of a conversation than you prying into my own life. Sarnax, maybe we just, for the rest of the lunch, uh, just just enjoy what, what we have here and, and, and maybe don't uh, talk anymore. But you are telling me that you are all part of this expedition. Yes, that's correct. So you must all be interested in Rovia and in, in so much... The Countess Tradania. Very yes. much so. I suppose so. And your thoughts on the Countess? We have seen her once on our passage to Volaki, and she is very beautiful. We have seen her twice, Count. Oh, did we see her last Yes, session? we did. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We have seen her twice on our journeys. She is. She took my breath away. She's quite beautiful. Always very poised. And, and you see as you say this that her, her countenance shifts once again as she looks well in that case. 
and she, you see as the, the same shambling man comes out, and this time um, the porridge and the salads and the soups that is on the table, he is now bringing out trays and trays of delicious pastries and roast meats and filling up your glasses with sparkling waters and different beverages. Let us, please then, let us have lunch together. Where is the professor? He's taking quite a while in these servants' quarters. Would you like me to go find him? No. I, I apologize for the wait. No, I'm just concerned. Does he have bowel issues? Yes, he does. Sarnax. <laughs> well, when you come to a certain age, men have a tendency of having weak bowels. Indeed. Sarnax. <laughs> Quite appropriate for Mr. Sarnax to agree with our hostess. I agree with what you say. Well, anyway. Let me know when I get back. Yeah, I it's walk. been about 10 minutes. <laughs> Come save them. It's up to you. So I, no, it's up to you. You're the one who's snooping around We're in the background. We're all just twiddling our thumbs. So, on our way, way, way back. <laughs> First, I'm going to open the door that I don't know where it goes. It's very subtly and just kind of peek in. Do you? I do. Uh, you open the small door to find a servant's closet. Coats and aprons hang from hooks in this room. Boots are neatly lined up against the wall. Um, can I have you make a perception check for me, please? Oh, it's almost a natty 20. Almost. Um, so 12. You... Look around, and though you don't sense any magic, something about this closet appears off to you. As you run your hands along the wall, you find a latch hidden towards the back. And as you slowly pull it open, Vibration. the door creaks very faintly, not enough to alert anyone outside of this small room. As musty, dank, cold air blasts into your face as you notice, as you find a secret stairwell leading downstairs. Moss-covered stone stairs leading straight down into darkness. I look down the stairs. I look back. I look down the stairs. I look back. Oh, it hasn't been that long, has it? Invisio. And I want to make myself invisible. And just very briefly, <laughs> yeah, very briefly, peek <laughs> in and then come back. You're just gonna peek in. Huh? I just wanna, just wanna peek in. Iron torch sconces cling to the wall of the stone staircase that cuts its way through the heart of this old house. As you slowly make your way down, none of them illuminated, but you can see at the bottom a small oil well that looks like it could easily be lit. And as the faint traces of soot having been written sometime, having been lit sometime recently, you finally make your way to the bottom as the flickering of light comes into view. Flickering candles and iron holders fill this room with light and shadows. This room has a 10 foot high ceiling and a large black pentagram inscribed on the stone floor. At each point of the pentagram rests a wooden chair. Seated in four of the five chairs are men in, and women in black robes with hoods. A young man who has the face of an angel, a balding hulk of a man, a squat middle-aged woman, and a taller younger woman with an unsettling glare. None of them seem to notice him. Fuck. I peek. I just quick. So if that's all I see, I'm going to fucking note 
all the way back. So the professor's irritable bowel syndrome is the, the reason for his uh, insane, incredible delay. Sarnas, that's enough, please. Uh, so I, I, when I come back up, I want to shut all the doors behind me and get back on the service course, make sure no one's there, drop, um, drop invisibility, and then quickly hustle back while passing the champagne that we ate and then getting to the food, just seeing if anything blows as magical to me. Okay. So you were, you were saying, well, yeah. it's going to be longer now that you decided not to just come straight back. Right. My, my apologies again, lady for the tardiness of the professor. But, uh, while, while we are here, perhaps we can inquire on your favorite places to visit in Barovia as we are very eager to learn more about these lands. Well, I don't find much is nice to visit here. Mm. I do go into town on occasion, but it is mainly for the festivals we're all required to be there. Mm. And they are drab and dreary. My favorite place to be is here, under the Loving gaze, my sweet husband Nikolai. She glances over fondly to the portrait over the mantle. How sweet. I share her gaze onto the mantle. If I may inquire, what were your favorite moments with Sir Nikolai? All of the time that we spent together. Talking and we... He understood me like nobody did. And though he did not always align with me, he was the best person to keep me in check. He did not feel the same way I do about the Countess Bertania or the Burgomaster necessarily. But he was a good, what is it called, a devil on your shoulder. And he was a sweet man. And the world is a worst place for him not being in it But he's always with me. Watches over me while I sleep. Can I discern what she might if she meant that literally? Like Roll a perception check. Watching over me always. Uh, ooh, not bad. 22. There was something very strange about the way that she said those last two statements, this idea of him always being with her and watching over her while she sleeps. There was a sense of of truth to it um, and a sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, when something's not a metaphor. Literal. Literal, literal. yes, thank you. Uh, there, It seemed like a very literal statement. Did she say before when he died? She didn't. Long time ago, that's all she said. She said uh, too too long ago. Too long ago. Too long ago. I have consulted with many who have experienced loss. An attempt to ease the suffering. What have you found helps you feel like he is watching over you? Well, I will retire to my room and take a nap find myself in the comfort of his loving embrace. Can I see if she meant that literally too? Sure. <sighs> Not as great. Ten. 
It's hard to tell. If, and do you mean in his embrace with his memory? Of course. Of course. But aren't happier times? The present. What are some of your favorite things about the Countess that you can tell us that bring you the most joy in your heart? I would have to say that she rewards those who serve her well and punishes those who go against her, which I think is a very strong trait for someone who plans to rule. You see, when you allow people to just run wild and they have no control, then they will destroy all that is good in this world. And those that work for her service are rewarded handsomely. And I think that that does a lot to incentivize people in, say, heavy amounts of wealth. You see. So you would say that she rules with an iron fist, exploiting her power and privilege over those <coughs> beneath her. I would never say anything of the kind, actually. I am saying it. That would be a way to anger the Countess, would it not, Sarnax? Is that not an admirable trait? Does that not keep the common folk in line? If they are not doing things to anger her, what do they have to fear? Indeed. A wonderful sentiment. That is why those in Barovia Village do not fear her. As someone as... I wouldn't know. I haven't been. Is it nice there? Under her watchful gaze. They are so lucky, you see. Because they are the closest thing to her castle. She looms over them. It is unfortunate that we are not closer. Would you consider moving there, Lady Walker? Oh, no. They do not have a house that is grand enough for me. Of course, this is the grandest home we have. would not visited. want to leave Walker House. And it is right about this time that the door opens and her attention turns. Uh, well, I see that you are back. So sorry. Yes, yes, I'm back. <laughs> Unfortunately, wolf meat does not agree with me. Oh, I've been eating quite a lot of wolf meat lately. I think that is enough, Professor. Please. Oh, yes, enough. yes, thank you. Lovely lunch, friend. Is there any wolf there meat? There is boar here if you would like some boar. Oh, yes, boar would be lovely. A nice change, certainly. Yes. Please uh, take a seat. I'll take a seat. Any magic business? Um, Professor, we were just speaking with Lady Wachter in your absence on her late husband, Sir Nikolai. Oh. May he rest in peace. Yes, may he rest in peace. So sorry to hear about your husband. Thank you. He was a grand man. Sounds very lovely. Um, and I start eating. Continue. I wait for uh, her to start there's eating. There's near before. silence as you just hear the 
clink of the professor's fork and knife on the as he slowly eats. Is the sound of his chewing unusually loud in the silence around the Seeing that he's eating and not wanting to be completely awkward, I'll help myself to some more meat only and just begin, like, slowly cutting it all oh, up mm. and, like, moving it around my plate and, like... Lovely. slowly slathers some preserves on the, uh, on the bread that she had to decide and takes a bite. She, um takes a little bit of the the meat and builds herself a small um, tea sandwich mm. and she begins to to consume alongside you. Do you have any fowl available? <laughs> Sorry, I just read Vox Fanato. Wolf Meat doesn't agree with me. Is there any wolf meat here in the same friggin' breath? I would like to avoid the wolf meat if at all possible. I'm sorry, yes. what were you saying, Mike? Is there any fowl? Oh uh, yeah, I will say there there is. I will stick to I... the avian flesh. <laughs> excuse him. Have you, have you already said to us? We have excuse him. Uh, that's uh, right. We, we, I'm a little tried. less appetizing. We tried, Professor. He won't shut up. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't force him to shut up. This is a pleasant lunch conversation. Just if you could be understanding of his uh, curiosities. Thank you. And the understanding of your small jaunt about my home. There was no jaunting about your home. Uh, unless you mean jaunting to the washroom to use the bathroom. Small deception check. Uh, you be lying. Yeah. I try to I try to like distract her gaze really quickly and be like, um, late lady walker, these preserves are absolutely excellent. Wouldn't you agree, Victoria? Are these from your gardens? I have no sweat. idea. They are made by my cook and as long as they are delicious, I don't care. Well com- compliments to your chef. Thank you. And I try to compliments to the hand that pays for them. Agreed, absolutely. And I bow my head and I'm just trying to pull her gaze oh, away from him. Oh my god! What the fuck? Where's your divination fucking shit? Uh, oh, I can make it an eight. <laughs> oh, that's oh. Nice. Oh. You can make her. Oh. Oh. Uh, her in- your insight roll is now a two. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. <laughs> I roll a natural 17, so. <laughs> oh my god. Saves us I'm gonna pee my she she looks at you for a second. Yes, well, I haven't been into the servants' quarters at all, I don't think. And I can imagine they must be very confusing with all of the, the poor things that are in there. Oh, yes, it was very poor, I must say. But, but you found everything that you needed. Yes, I did. You were I, able to wash up. It was very comfortable, yes. I, I washed And how is your stomach feeling? Um, still a little unsettled, but this uh, delicious Would you like vomit. a tablet? A, a tablet, yes. A, as if to 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 chisel in uh, to chisel upon to settle your stomach, like a tums, professor. Oh, uh, what is a tums? That is my favorite brand of <laughs> of alcohol. <Alcus. laughs> uh, I think I'm, I'll be fine. Thank you. Um, Speaking of your help, your uh, servant that opened the door for us, a curious fellow. How long has he worked for you? For as long as I can remember, he is as close to a friend as a servant can be. Oh, that's wonderful. Must be lonely in the house now. It's good that you have someone you can speak with. It is. Fuck, 
that voice coming so hard. Yeah. It's coming so hard. Sorry. <laughs> the fowl is delectable. As is this bowl. It's, it's very delicious. She nods. So, <laughs> while- so I am going to interrupt you. You, I offered dinner. And I was hoping to know a little more about you before we had, we were able to come together. But this was from me last minute, you see. And yes. you seemed so eager to still, to see me so soon. And I'm confused as to what it is you are looking for from me. We have played this song and dance for a long time. For long enough, I think. Ah, yes. Mm. We should get down to brass tacks. Well, given that... <laughs> Kana, are you feeling all right? Yes, yes. I Did you have quite, the wolf meat? Uh, no, I am still... I told so you to avoid the wolf meat, Kana. Well, I would never avoid anything that the hostess... Perhaps you should offer. excuse yourself, Kana. <laughs> no, 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 she's fine. She's fine. She does not <laughs> oh, need to excuse us. I was simply enjoying this delectable preserve. Oh, yes. This is very delicious. And this tea, too. <laughs> what What is your favorite tea, if I may ask? You said that we should get down to the brass tacks. Yes, yes. Silently sit my teeth, sweating. Everything, I just, everything's getting moist. Well, uh, my getting to the brass tacks, yes, I... You you clearly know at least a little bit about us to invite us here, and we are... The very uh, smallest amount, yes. We are an expedition of great ability, and uh, I would presume that you we may be able to offer you something. Our services while we, we are in Barovia. And what services are you willing to offer? I, we are very capable. Uh, our abilities are varied. And I think that uh, if you have any need or any desire of a, of a capable expedition in Barovia, uh, perhaps... expedition, but, and she looks to Shepard, someone who is strong, as uh, all of you look to be. Yes, we are all yes. capable. He is well, certainly dexterous, yes. I'm grimacing slightly. As long as this does not leave this room, oh. I would like you to kill the Bergomaster's henchman, Isaac Strasley. Well, excuse me? Yes. We if we are going to be yes. if we are going to be honest with each other, I would like you to kill him. All right. Um, um, well, why? Well, you obviously haven't met him if you're asking. He is a foul creature with a strange extra arm that casts bolts of fire. We've he is the man as... that takes the children and the women and he puts them in the stocks for being unhappy. And as far as I know, the ones he takes to the Bergomaster's mansion, he tortures and who knows what else. Can I insight check her mm-hmm. specifically like the torturing part? What's his name again? I- Natural fire! <laughs> oh, I steal myself and I steal the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 25. I'm so sorry, viewers. So <laughs> we got four mics now, y'all. So you get to hear it in 360 surround sound, 5.5. What? Dolby. What? Huh? What? Dolby surround. What? What? Uh, that's how Jerry lost his hearing in that oh. one. <laughs> By sitting here like this for me. I'm so sorry, Derek. Yeah. If you, if you weren't awake before, I, what? Uh, what? I hope you were not. <laughs> I'm a 
Abby, oh dear, I'm never ready you for you doing that. I think I peed in your chair a little. <laughs> so we said, um, I can just imagine what, you. What were you? Like, what were you even asking? Uh, yeah, sorry. I was inside checking her with a 25. She um, seems to be honest. That's what she believes. <laughs> so she believes that the burgomaster's henchman, not necessarily the burgomaster, is the one that's taking the women and the children and torturing them in mm-hmm. the stocks. Yeah, in the stocks. Well, the she. Stocks. It, it's known that he takes people to the stocks for malicious unhappiness. Mm. Um, you know that people are taken to the burgomaster's mansion, and she's saying that he probably tortures them. And and horrible things. And people are very afraid of them. Uh, Blinsky even mentioned that he was right. horrifying and that he does, he creates him dolls just to not incur his wrath. So it, just so that I recall from last session, since I wasn't here, do we are we very well aware of the fact that the Burgomaster is kind of an evil guy? No, because we haven't even met him. No, we, we haven't met him. But we know that he's putting people in stocks for being, for, being unhappy, yeah. for malicious unhappiness. That's yeah. all we know. We've met the guy. And he's organizing these festivals. Yes. Not no. all of them are great. And no one has really been able to approach him about this. Because and you know that like, like, Isaac is the one that was, that has all the Irina dolls. Correct. Isaac? Is, is that the Burgomaster's henchman? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you want us to just murder this individual? Yes, I do. I would like for you to murder him. If if he is taken out, that gets me one step closer to taking this down. And it is in the wrong hands. Please, uh, forgive me, but uh, you don't think that maybe this uh, henchman, right-hand man, is is just acting on the burgermaster's orders? He very well may be, but that was his choice, don't you think? To align himself with someone like the Burgermaster. I don't necessarily disagree, but what's stopping the Burgermaster then from just finding somebody else to continue to torture? If that's what he does. Well, who is he going to find quite like Isaac? The reason that he has the power that he has is obviously because Isaac is horrifying. That magical hand that he has... Without him, the Burgomaster would be at a severe disadvantage. If, if, uh... You have a little bit of sauce on your shirt. Thank you. Pull out a handkerchief. I need that handkerchief problem. Mage hand. um, If we murder this man, what can you do for us? Well, you would be in the... Once I become the Burgomistress, you would be... In my good graces. And think of what you would be doing for the entire village of Milwaukee. Will there be payment? There could be. If I might take a step backwards, why, out of curiosity, would you not ask us to just outright kill the Vivicus? Would you do that? I can't say one way or another just yet, but... Shepard has much disdain on his face. Much disdain. Well, to be quite honest with you, I did not ask because I didn't think you would be willing to kill... Iberico Master, he is simply a, a puppeteer forcing someone else to do his dirty work. Weird how that works. Yes. Unfortunately, I'm trying to do something for good. You can scowl at my table if you want, sir. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. That's just kind of my face. It is his resting tiefling look. Exactly. We right. apologize. Exactly right. Well, as I was saying, Iberico Master is the worst thing for this town. So, if he were to be taken out, I think that you would find yourselves in a much better position. Well, how much gold could you offer us? 
How much gold are you looking for? We are not interested in gold. That is precisely right. We are interested in secrets, knowledge, artifacts buried away. Like what? Treasures of a different kind. What can you offer us? What do you want? I a mean, secret is I'm, only a secret if it's not spoken about. I shoot Sarnak's a glance. If I tell you every secret I know, then I don't have much to bargain with, do I? This with is... enough gold, we can buy secrets, Sarnak. 10,000 gold? I'll persuade you, Jack. Uh, 19. It is a little steep. But it is worth it. 10,000 gold pieces. And this is for the henchman, Professor. Or is this suggesting... What the henchman is extrasly. Yes. Oh, the henchman. Yes. Uh, we have some business to take care of. Make sure that you are not seen. And if you are caught, we never spoke. Of course. And if you tell them that we did, no one will ever believe you. I am well aware. Mr. Morgan, please stop looking at me like that. I don't know what you mean, Professor. I'm just looking across the table. There is a reason that we came to lunch, is there not? Yes. You asked me to have lunch with you. Yes. Well, that is certainly amenable. Uh, we won't ask for payments until the deed is done. Well, I will be out of town. Well, not out of town, but I will be out of my home for the next two nights. But hopefully, on the third night, the fourth night, the day after the festival, the day after the day after the festival, if dinner plans. But then we should meet. If you happen to have any need to contact me, you may place a letter in my letterbox. I see. So you'll be out of town the next two nights, you said? Three nights. Next three nights. Because right. I believe it is tonight, the next night, and then the festival. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It can be now if you'd like it to be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So she's out you. the next two nights <laughs> and then the festival. Well, this lunch has been lovely. Uh, have we, like, finished our lunch? And yeah. Perhaps when, if we are successful, we can join you for a meal again. If you that would so be desire, lovely. yes, we will. We will plan to do this. Well, so we have an invitation back, so we do not yes. barge onto your precious time at last moment's notice again. And she nods at you. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Um, we have other business to attend to, so we must get going. Uh, yes, shall we continue? Must. I want to do the thing that I do that I can't find. Hold on. That secrets thing. It is. Um, so as we're um, as we're sitting, kind of finishing up this conversation, I'm going to have my hands clasped uh, below the table and uh, pray for the guidance of the leader to reveal secrets. And what's the radiance? 30 feet. Do I see her doing this, having seen her do this before? 
Um, no, I, I would say no because if her hands are under the table, you wouldn't okay. see. Okay. Unless your head were under the table and you were like looking up her dress or something. Okay. You probably wouldn't notice. No, I'm mostly um, looking at her face to see if like, yeah. her eyes shut or if she mutters anything. Um, with 30 feet. You faintly know that off to, to the direction directly behind the mantelpiece and the portrait that there is some kind of secret. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Lady... Walter, Walter, Walter. Walter. Perhaps... When you have more time on your hands, we would love a tour of your amazing home. Or perhaps now, as a down payment for our services. No, I do not believe that I have time. You see, I did have engagements that I had to move around to fit you in for lunch. Yes, we should go. Now I believe it is time that I attend to my business. I cannot keep my friends waiting anymore. You see, I'm part of a book club, and we have a meeting today. Where? What are you reading? I enjoy reading also. You wouldn't know of the tale. It is a local Vorovian author. Perhaps this would benefit the the mission. I'm sure the professor would have some. I appreciate your hospitality. We will not pester you with any more questions. Out of turn. Should you stay much longer in town, I will, when we start our next book, if you are here, I will send for you and you can Thank join you. us if you like. Good day. Lady Walker. Thanks. Thank you for Good your day. hospitality. I will let myself out. I will follow Thanks. the professor. Mm-hmm. Have a lovely one. I will see you soon. And don't you. forget our deal. Of course. I'll give Goodbye her a full then. 90 degree bow and walk out last. She continues to remain seated as she butters more toast. And she has a, you do see that she has a notebook that she pulls out and flips through and uh, jots down a couple of notes. Do I, I immediately start booking it for the end. Do I glance the notebook leaving at all? Or does she do it just as after we leave? Like as you're leaving the actual room. So you wouldn't be able to I see, see it from where you're from. Um, if we are out in the thoroughfare, uh, away, far enough away from the, uh, the the mansion. I mean, like, far enough away from the mansion, I'm going to turn the I'd say you'd probably want to wait about the 15 minutes until you get to the crossroads yeah. to head towards the end. Um, so once we're back towards the, the, the main thoroughfare, closer to the inn, I, I want to see if I can find, like, just a small offshooting, like, an alley or whatever, and, like, pr- Professor... Right here. Not, not so we let us get back to the inn, Professor! Professor! All right. I just yes. like I just like to yeah, a side please, to a side please street. Away. Yes, yes. You gotta be you gotta be kidding me, Professor. You can't be serious about this. What? What? Are we, we're now assassins and hitmen. What, what? Well, wh- why else would she in, have invited us in? I'm not saying that that you would accept something like that. You can't be serious. Surely you have another plan. Why would I have any other plan? I believe we should get back to the inn. Fine. If I may, we've been on the road for quite some time. Yes. And I've seen you eat wolf meat without issue plenty of times before. So what were you doing? I was using the bathroom, like I said. I believe we should probably get back to the inn, don't you think? We have business to attend to. Fine. 
I glance at his at his case to make sure it's closed. It's closed. Let's just go. I also have the doll. Um, I. Would you please accompany me? What else would I do, Professor? Uh, perhaps the wolf meat or the boar meat is now disagreeing with the professor, and he rushes back to use. So when you, when you get back to the room, please collect your things. We are going to the vineyard at once. I need to write a note. We're leaving right now. Yes, right now. Would you like me to write it for you again? Uh, no, I, I, I need to write this. Very well. Uh, I would like to sit down at the desk, and I will... You rush back to the end, okay. and you... Yeah, yeah, as long as we don't get a cost. No, you're kill. not a cost. Or uh, die from poison meat. While we do that, I'm going to check... While he does this, I'm going to check for the doll. You look... Where, where were you keeping it? I was keeping it in my robe, like... She is hanging limply out of a pocket in your robe. Uh, I would like to take out some parchment, take out a quill and an inkwell, and I would like to take ten minutes to write out an illusory script, um, a a note. Okay. Uh, I will uh, I will say uh, basically um, I have uncovered dark magic in the basement of. Uh, of Walker House and uh, uh, how fitting or, or I believe it is quite fitting to betray the one mentioned in the traitor card of course we won't assassinate the man but we don't know if she has eyes or ears anywhere we could still very well be betrayed please just play along and and uh she she has referenced that she's going out of town in the next two nights. Once we arrive back from the vineyard, we will go under the stealth at night, or, or under the the, the cloak under the, the, the cloak of darkness and collect the bones of the ancient enemy. I saw fire and then I just sort of kind of take some time to describe in detail the room that I found. I'll say for the sake of the situation you can RP it as if you were telling them this, so that way you can communicate, and you're not just writing it all in a note, but it will fall under the illusory script. So you use the spell or whatever resources you need, but then you can actually talk talk amongst yourselves. Okay, so... So, so and that, that prevents the whole, like, you're just telling them all of this and they don't really have a say because you're just writing in a note that they can't respond to. Well, I want to pass that around and all cast tech magic as well to make sure that I don't see any, like, scrying business or alone. And I will say... Read this. I believe we can discuss it, but let's just try not to discuss it in too much detail. Just in case we're still being watched. Alright, we gather our things, we head for the winery, we discuss further when we're on the road outside yes. of Milwaukee. Yes, I just, while we were in town, I would like to just get out of town if we can. Alright. Is that amenable to everyone? Understood. Yes. So I will say, she's gone the next two nights. That's the two nights and then the festival, which means that you'll be returning the day of the festival. You'll also need to be at the festival. And will she be back that night? She's back the night after the festival, right? Yes. So she is not out the night after the festival. Is she gone this night? She is gone tonight. 
tomorrow oh, night. She's going tonight. And then the festival. Even though we were going to do dinner with her, she's leaving. At, I guess she she, changed, she okay. rearranged. So instead of having being busy during lunch, she became busy during the evenings. And she canceled, and she basically swamped. But she is required to attend the festival. Yes, right? everyone is required to attend okay. the festival, and she will be gone tonight. Yes. Tonight, tomorrow night, and then she will be at the, the festival. festival. Ideally, with us. I believe that our assassination plan takes precedence over the vineyard. We should murder this man in cold blood tonight. And I'll give a knowing look to everyone. Deep and dark, where there are many secrets. We'll put an end to this. Do we know much more about him that we can uncover before we do this? I'm not sure where we would investigate beyond waiting until tonight, but if you have any ideas, please do let me know. Do we... We have yet to meet the Burgomaster, correct? Perhaps we say that we have just arrived in Velaki and we wanted to meet him and introduce ourselves and talk about the expedition. Well, I believe that we should rest up before what we do tonight. Would we have time to, like, get a... What, what time is it now? You, your dinner or your lunch was at noon. I would say the whole thing took about two hours. It's probably around two, maybe three. It's a very awkward dinner. Or awkward lunch. It probably took around... Two to three hours. Perhaps we should discuss our plans with our new entertaining friend. Yes, yes, and then we could probably speak more openly with him if he's if he's in. He doesn't usually show up until later. Uh, I don't know if we have a way to contact him or find him before then. But if we wait around here, I'm sure he'll show up eventually. Let us let us try his room. Just a lot of wait. Sure, yes. sure. All right. So we'll go, we'll see if he's in. You knock on the door and it's you're easily able to, to discern that he is not in residence at the moment. And he did say that he is out during the day. Right. So I suggest either we try to get some sleep until nighttime, given that we will be waiting in the we'll be doing this in the dead of night after she's left. Uh, or we can Continue to investigate. Which exactly did you see? And that would have been in the letter. You, you explained everything. You know. yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You you can utilize the fact that you're doing the letter okay. to actually okay. talk to each other. So about. yes, I, I saw cloaked figures, a, a pentagram, and dark dark magics. And I have no doubt that it's protecting those bones that is referenced in the first. I, I guess I don't. I don't claim to understand any of this. Quite frankly, I'm surprised there's more than one set of bones we're concerned about. I it seems off to me. Well, but the bones referenced in this card are not the bones of Saint Andrew. Clearly, they have an ancient enemy. But of whom? Perhaps they have more bones of Saint Andrew. That could be true. We won't know until we look. But remember, there was also another man with a monkey. It would not surprise me if 
what we first assume is not what it seems. That seems to be the theme of this land. Fair enough. I believe we should rest up until tonight. I believe that to be the wisest decision as well. And I would like to caution everyone. The man with the deformed arm could also perhaps be one of these individuals that are not what they seem. Anyone who is against the Countess would be far more trustworthy than anyone that Lady Walker would presumably trust. Yes. All right. There's one more thing that really calls for a lock and key. Where do we suppose key might be? Well, if it's any kind of physical key, we know the professor can bypass that pretty easily. And I think... Hopefully it's not trapped in some magical way. We just don't have the information. We won't get it until we get in there. I'm hoping that we'll have all night. So if we need to leave and come back in, if the house is sufficiently empty, or at least she isn't there, we can... Well, let's not worry too much about traps. I've got that kind of taken care of. I'm used to all sorts of trappings and stuff out in the wild. I'm not so much worried about traps as her servants have made some strange gentlemen showed us in. As long as they don't mean us harm, we don't mean them harm. I suppose, but I don't think they'll take kindly to us breaking and entering. You'll have to knock them unconscious, surely. Are you prepared to do so? Kana may be best suited for that. Best suited for for knocking her servants unconscious. We won't kill them. So there's no magical means. You can't just. Uh, I, I suppose I could. Suppose to cause them physical harm. I could attempt to. Depending on the. I'd prefer to than to kill them. Well, we won't kill them. I, mean, I suppose if we get a chance to rest, I could adjust some things to take care of the servants. Well, uh, eight hours from now puts us at about 11. If it's three now, I mean, that's, you know, hardly the dead of night. We'd have plenty of time to do what you want to do under the, uh, what did you say, Cloak of Darkness? Uh, yes. Is this like a safe place to talk? Yes, I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't sense any magic. I believe we can speak openly. I essentially, as a DM, said that because he's using the spell, I would rather you actually talk about this and okay. not just get a letter. So I'm allowing it. There are no scrying. I see. I see. So okay. it's safe. I do want uh, to bring up during the conversation, Professor, you were not there for it, but it appears that her husband, Sir Nikolai, is under her, is, she's under his warm, watchful gaze. I think she meant that a little literally, whether it was a, maybe perhaps his remains. This is St. Andrew's, the, the bones of St. Andrew's, I believe. St. Andrew, or Andal. Yes. Andal, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, he, she did mention that he, although she was very much in favor of Lady uh, Stradania, that he was not. He may have been part of the uprising that were his bones, and I I fear that either his remains are either kept somewhere hidden in her room, or she is in fact laying with him. I don't know how literally she meant it, but I sensed that she spoke as though he were still there. She could still feel him. Either way, I believe we will find out tonight when we investigate. So let's get some rest, and we will. I'm suggesting because I don't believe it would be in the basement that you. 
Well, right. Well, I believe we should just investigate both upstairs and down. Well, yeah, if there's any kind of unspeakable evil that you're referencing, then yeah, we need to deal with that. We should purge it. Holy fire. I don't. We cannot burn her place down, Sonax. That will be a last resort. We'll purge the evil inside. As agreed upon, we will make any word, and hopefully by the time she gets back, this will all be over. Didn't the cards suggest that she was a enemy of the Countess? No, an ally of the Countess. An ally, The Nine of Glyphs, the traitor card. This card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. Look for a wealthy woman. A staunch ally of the devil, she keeps the treasure under lock and key with bones of an ancient enemy. So, uh, we we were presuming, or, or making some assumptions, that perhaps she may be able to be turned against the Countess, but it doesn't seem to be that apparent yet. I don't even intend to try to do so. She seems very staunch in her praise, and if we can just get to the knowledge that this card is referring to with these bones, perhaps we take the bones as well, uh, create more hallowed ground. But until then, I don't think we can come to any further conclusions until we investigate ourselves. All right. We'll try to get some rest. Right. So, so you're going to say of brevity to the evening. We would like two long rests, so just reading, uh-huh. napping. Uh, Clever. Clever does. Yes, because so, secondly, a long rest, you don't have to sleep for six hours. Oh. You don't have to convince me of that. You just need to do light rest. So. Oh. oh, really? You don't yeah. have to sleep? You, well, uh-huh. it's, as long as you're sleeping, light, like reading, just doing light activity. That still doesn't prevent hours. you from getting exhaustion if you don't sleep for multiple nights, right. but for the sake of regaining like your spell slots okay. back and anything you'd get back at a long rest... I'm going to try to actually shut my eyes and get some sleep. Yeah, and I'll, I'll try to nap as well and read six hours and just kind of prepare. Okay. I'll say if you're easily able to do that. Uh, you all slowly come back to consciousness well into the evening. The din of the uh, festivities downstairs of the, the tavern area uh, full of people laughing and drinking. Uh, you can tell that Brictavio has definitely made his appearance at this point. His loud voice uh, booming downstairs. Uh, it can be heard through the floorboards up to your rooms as you all slowly wake up or uh, collect yourselves. It's now evening. Perhaps, Professor, you can leave him one of your magical notes of where we are and slip it into his pocket. It's a brilliant idea. Yes, I will do so. In case we go missing, I will write out a note in a loose script where that he can read and the rest of us can read. That um, basically letting him know, hey, we're doing this tonight. We're investigating this, the the Walker House. You know, if we go missing, that's where we are. Uh, we'll be there throughout the evening or throughout throughout the night. Okay. So I will say that you are easily able, you collect yourselves, everything that you need. You make your way down the stairs and into the tavern area where uh, Rutavio easily greets you happily, uh, still in the facade of the, the carnival man. As you clasp hands, you slowly pass him a note and you see a, a quick look of recognition as he smiles at you and pockets the, uh, the small note as you all of you make your way out into the dark streets of a Barovian night. 
Malaki is quiet around you as you slowly make your way through the streets. And it takes a similar amount of time, about 15 minutes before you find yourselves outside of Wachter House. It looks darker, uh, even more slumped over, more desolate than it had during the day. The vines looking like they're climbing up the sides of this building and trying to drag it beneath the ground and it's barely resisting. Victoria, do you have that power to make us blend into the shadows of the night? I do. I'll basically set my my lantern to hooded mode. Um... To, to quench the light, and I'll say, do we proceed with Victoria's shadow magic? Yes. Did you say? Did we see any um, like candles? And it seems to be completely, completely dark. Well, we don't want to just waltz right in the front door here. I mean, clearly, suggest we lock the building. We got to see if there's another entrance. Yes, it's so not the time opposed to it. It's just that it comes with some. It's it's arduous to to ask for such a thing as my god. Unless we're sure that we need it, I prefer. I believe. Investigate a bit more. I believe we. I believe it would be risky to not use it, given that we don't know who's there. Um. So I will clasp my hands and uh, pray to Illuminator for shadows of wickedness. Okay. Um. Sorry, I just oh, typed those wickedness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, uh, plus five to stealth checks. And I would say you would remember that when you were in, you've got the map there. So you were in the store, you were in the um, service room. There was that connecting door. Um, that then there seemed to be a door that headed outside before you opened the door into the closet and the the secret stairwell. So that that door to the back. Yes. So it's the back vestibule. It's similar to what you walked into. It's essentially a um, like a almost like a coat room where you'd like clean off your feet and have someone take your coat, etc. Before you walk into the house proper, so it's the same thing for servants. It's a place where they clean off their shoes, take off their gardening gloves, and things like that before they head into the the house proper. So you knew that there was one at the very end, and that that led directly into the servants' closet, which is where you found the secret. Um. So the secret stairwell. I rolled a thirteen. Or I got a thirteen total. For stealth, okay. yeah. eleven. 20 for me. 18. Okay. 22. Thank you. Alright. Um, oh, I need to use this. Oh, new uh, long rest. New points. Yeah, new points. Oh, you clever, you clever fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even think about new more portents. More tea means more portents. Yeah. I know we're at the mansion and this won't change anything, but from what I recall of my Naginata getting silver, do I feel like it would have been done tonight or did he mean tomorrow night? He said it could have either been done tonight or tomorrow night. Okay. But you would have had to have checked. Yeah. So I will say roll, uh, you know what? For the sake of brevity of it, yeah, you were able to pick it up and you have your Naginata. Oh, awesome. 
Thank you. Okay, sweet. My, my intention was that it would have been done tonight. It was okay, just whether you had checked on it or not. Yeah. And if you guys are going to be doing whatever tomorrow, we'll just... Okay, during the long rest, maybe she can just go yeah, and, yeah. and collect it. We awesome. have plenty of time. Thank um, you, Benevol and DM. Uh, so, uh, yes, I believe that there is an entrance around the back. That's a seal. Thank you. So we are going to sneak around the... You slowly make your way towards the back of the house, and the back is much like the front, looming over you, this large mansion, two stories tall, uh, wrought iron railings around the balconies that protrude from the second level. As you make your way to the door, this one is not nearly as ornate as the one on the front. It is a servant's entrance, but as you look towards it, you don't even need to touch it to realize that it does appear to be locked. Let me just take care of this, and I would like to take out the uh, thieves' tools and pick it. I'm looking around to see if anyone's watching. 1916. Okay. Um, I'll say it's with your passive perception, it's easily enough for you to be able to, to see that you, um, behind you, there are rows of forestation. The house backs out mm-hmm. to an area for privacy for, for the family itself. And back here, you, you feel like you are not being watched. Mm-hmm. Um, you are able to pick the lock. You hear as it clicks and the door itself is slowly able to be pulled outward and opens in to the back vestibule. Yes, yes, I believe it's the entrance to the basement is right to this door. Is that where we're heading first? Professor, I should note, when we were in here for lunch, I I prayed to my god and I sensed some secrets, which I'm sure is not surprising to you, but they surrounded the mantelpiece in the portrait of her late husband. Where would we like to go first? Well, we got a lot of ground to cover. Let's just take something. It's a large house. Let us go to the basement first and ensure that no one is there. I saw five figures while I was down there. I would like to confirm that they are not there currently. And if they are and they resist, we kill them all. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Can I listen at the door here and hear, like, just listen to see if I hear anybody moving around in the servants' quarters? Roll a perception. In the, yeah, roll a perception check. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you listen, and it sounds completely silent in the servants' quarters. I'm keeping an ear out for the shuffling and the heavy, low breathing of. Uh, we never got his name, but the henchman. Are, are we on the same page? I don't want to know his name. <laughs> I believe that going into the secret passage now, in case there is other movement in the house, we can at least stay hidden for longer. Yes. If we go down now. Now I I understand based on my appearance. That you may think one thing or another, but all I can tell you is that pentagrams are no, no joke. All right, I understand, and let's just be as quiet as we can and be prepared for anything. Try not to kill anyone, knock them out if you can, but if we need to, we must. Perhaps we should just check, Professor, and see what's going on. Leave it undisturbed. If, if we fidget too much with her things in the home. Living or not, she will notice when she returns. Yes, but that is the goal we must... We plan to steal from her. We plan to literally take whatever it is that she's holding. But so, these people, if we knock them out, 
they will know, right? No, no. If there are five people down there sitting around some pentagram, we kill them. I agree. I am hoping in the nine hells we are not dealing with demons. Okay. All right, well. I will lock the door behind us, and I will open the latch towards the downstairs. You enter in through the servant's, uh, the storage room. Uh, or, yeah, the, the servant's closet. And you, you feel around until you find the latch. You slowly slide it to the side, clicking the door open. As you push it inward, the candlelight now in the darkness of evening is undulating in the passageway downstairs. You slowly make your way down, being careful to muffle your sounds, lowering your footfall slowly, toe to heel. So, so you make your way in, and you notice that you seem to come out into a place that looks like a large room cellar. There's a dirt floor. Two ascending flights of stone steps enclosed by wooden railings stand across from one another. Tracks in the earth lead from one staircase to the other, and other trails go from both staircases to the center of the bare west wall. Four neatly made cots are set in a row against the south wall. So is the pentagram not there anymore? Not that you can see. This is not right. But oh. you do see um, tracks in the earth lead from one staircase to the other, and other trails go from both staircases to the center of the bare west wall. What, what, what do you mean this is right? Like, the room is different? Yes. I don't see anyone around, right? Like, no one in the cots? No, no, the cots are completely empty, Professor. It was in this room. I looked quickly at him. It was in the. It was in the middle of the, of the room. I think. I, perhaps it is behind that wall there. Or all right. So the pentagram is gone. But I'm saying, is the room different? I mean, does the room look the same? Is it smaller? Were, were the, there weren't cots. Were the cots there before? Yeah, there were cots there before. I just didn't describe them to you. So, I, I perhaps. Perhaps this is some illusory wall or wall that keeps the pentagram hidden. I will say that the room does look smaller. Yes, the room's smaller. Perhaps that's exactly what it is. Uh, let's let's look for some kind of way to, to open it. I'll send my mage hand over and just tap on the wall to make sure that it's a solid You wall. send the mage hand over to tap on the wall as the mage hand slowly floats through the wall and disappears from view. I bring it back immediately. I believe this is an illusory wall. Are we seeing the cots through the illusory wall, or just... Oh, sorry, never mind. That would be stupid. Please ignore me. <laughs> Shall we? Sorry. Peek through the wall. I... Professor, I'm not familiar if, I, if any of us were to, to purportedly touch this wall and go down. I am willing to be disruptive. I can do it too. Let us both go. Maybe without you, but in case there's someone on the other side. I will stick my head out and I'll peer through. I'll stick my head through the wall. You're gonna, you're gonna walk. You guys are on the stairwell right now. Oh, well, let's walk into the. We'll, we'll walk into the room. As your feet touch the ground, you begin to feel a shaking beneath your feet. Fuck. You slowly see as the dirt moves and bones begin to peek out from the ground around you. First, the tips of phalanges. And then soon, hands and arms, as eight skeletons, reanimated, dig their, themselves up from the dirt and begin to shamble towards you. I need you all to roll for initiative. Oh. 
all of them begin to, they're, they're about halfway, I would say, out of the earth. Um, as it is, Sarnax, your turn. I will raise my lantern and I'll turn it from hooded and I'll look at them as my eyes will blaze and I'll say, this is truly an evil place. Now return to dust. And then I'm going to, uh, they all need to make a wisdom saving throw DC6. Okay, so one, two, and five pass. What's the CR of a skeleton? One, four. Uh, anyone that failed is instantly destroyed. <laughs> so one, three, and five pass. Three, four, six, seven, and eight all die. Fucking money! Feel the holy power! Alright, RP this shit, motherfucker. What happens? Uh, so my lantern erupts right, into holy easy. dragon fire, and uh, any I guess maybe the the ones that failed are had, were more they, they out hadn't of the fully, soil. Yeah, they hadn't the one, two, and five hadn't fully been able to climb their way out of the earth. As um, wow, five of these skeletons fully find their form. A blast of radiant light illuminates. Uh, <laughs> go go for it, Mike. Submit to the soil of the earth. Ashes to ashes, and then the fire bursts out, and uh, then you see in. as all of these skeletons ignite into fire. Their bone, the fire, so hot with holy radiance that their bones immediately begin to burn and crackle and pop as they turn to ash and dust the floor around you. Hell yeah, <laughs> Kana. <laughs> How loud are we at this point? You're just screaming like trans. Yeah, yeah, you're loud. We're not being quiet. Yeah, it's, I'm going to start firing rounds off here. <laughs> Good work, Sarnax. <laughs> Try to keep my voice down, but it's not going to work. Uh, I'm going to uh, make an attack on number one with my Naginata. Uh, 14. <laughs> 14 number hits. One. All right. Ooh, uh, great weapon master, right? On her? Uh, uh, probably. Yeah. Great weapon fighting. This yeah. is a one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah you're all yeah. Ten. That's a 10. Oh one my to gosh. A ten, baby. Max uh, Thirteen slash. Bug you if that's right there. I'm no, I mean I I can't see it either way because I've got all of the tech in front of me. So. So it's thirteen slashing so for my first attack to number one. You take your blade in and you. Uh, you said slashing. It is slashing damage. Okay. You uh, bring your Naginata down and uh, strike through, shattering the bones in its path as the skeleton crumbles to the ground dead. Woo! I will, which number was that? Number one. Okay. And then I'll move up to, next to uh, Victoria. I'll move five feet next to her, give her a knowing nod, and I will strike through the number five. Ooh, that'll definitely hit uh, 16. Yep. That hits, yeah. Uh, seven slashing. All right, you slide in. You're able to rend um, one of the arms completely off of this of this skeleton as it shambles towards you. Its jaw hanging loosely. It's attempting to chomp down as the bones clatter as it moves, but it is still it's still standing. Well, for now, Shepard. Um, I'm going to uh, unholster my weapons and, and shoot the uh, two rounds into the guy in front of me and yell. Uh, Atta boy, Sarnax, let's go! <laughs> oh. uh, those are both going to hit. I got a 27 yeah. and a yeah. 25. Poor woman. Uh, that's going to be uh, 16 points of damage to the skeleton right in front of me. All right, you, are, you blast into it, and the bones fly this way and that um, as it crumbles to the ground dead. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I use my movement to back up to the corner and turn around to get a better shot at the uh, one remaining, and that's my turn. All right. Uh, the one remaining is uh, feeling quite damaged as it is going to move towards Kana, um, get directly in towards your face. Um, its hollow eyes are going to, it's going to get nose hole directly to your face as you you feel it rub its bones against your skin as it stabs its blade into your stomach. Hopefully. Twelve? Damn it! As it rubs into my face, I go, ha! Nope! And you're easily able to move out of the way (laughs) as as it misses and stumbles forward. Victoria, um, I'm going to clasp my hands and then stretch one out and like a black flame will come out from my hand and I'll cast Firebolt. Yeah, you just have disadvantage. She's within five feet of melee. Oh, yeah. oh and a nine. Uh, so that is a 15 to hit. That hits? Okay. Man. It'll like probably die either way. Uh, three damage. Okay. Uh, you hold oh, your one. Two. Sorry. Oh, it's 2d10. Two 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 so that was a three and six. So six damage. Okay. Uh, yes, with a three, you would not have killed it. With a six, you you hurl the firebolt, uh, the firebolt at it, and uh, you watch as it bursts into flames and it slowly crumbles to the ground. Um, just uh, embers uh, crackling inside the marrow of the bone. I immediately run, stick my head into the uh, into the, the the illusory wall. I'm gonna holster my weapons and slap Sarnax on the back and be like, "Does that ground look like normal and settled, or is it like?" It seems to be settled at least for now. I'm gonna run to the uh, stairwell and just kind of put my back against the wall and like peek up and see if anyone or listen to see if anyone's coming down the stairs. Okay, probably hear whatever just happened. Now that you're all here, I'll read it again. Flickering candles and iron holders fill this room with light and shadows. This room has a ten foot high ceiling and a large black pentagram inscribed on the stone floor. At each point of the pentagram rests a wooden chair. Seated in four of the five chairs are men and women in black robes with hoods. A young man who has the face of an angel, a balding hulk of a man, a squat middle-aged woman, and a taller younger woman with an unsettling glare. They all rise and look to you. There are dark machinations afoot in Vokter House. What sort of necromantic magic is Lady Fiona practicing, I wonder? The dead walk in Barovia, and the expedition must get used to facing the creatures of the night at every turn. I did say that I have servants and allies all across this dark domain, did I not? Will our five lost souls uncover the mysteries of the Widow Vokter? Find out in the conclusion of Chapter 5 of Curse of Stradania, Widow's Watch. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventris tell similar stories of Dungeons & Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Aventris family.